Hi everyone, I'm Sydney and welcome back to another podcast episode of Let's Talk About It. So this is episode three of season one. It's part of my final project and I basically just talk about my leadership style um, and just discussing all things leadership. So um, I'm filming this in the morning, by the way. Good morning. Um, Grab your coffee. I'm about to grab mine. And today we're going to talk about personality tests and what I think about them. So let's dive in and let's talk about it. So in this class, we um, took two personality tests. We took the 16 personalities Myers-Briggs test, and then we took a standout test. Um, It was my first time taking the standout test. I've taken the Myers-Briggs ones a couple times. The first time I took it, I was 18. I think I've, to be honest, I think I've taken it every year for at least one class. It's a super popular test. It's pretty fun. It doesn't take that long. I'm like 10 to 15 minutes. Um, You'll have your results. Um emailed to you instantly. Um, but the question I am asking today with y'all are how accurate are these? Should we even be doing like are they a waste of time? Should we even be doing this? I get I get the purpose of them for classes. Um, they're a super great way to get the conversation going and just have some sort of basic foundation for yourself, um, especially for leadership. Um, And especially if you're like trying to get to know each other for a new team, these personality tests really help you see like where you fit in, what your weaknesses are, what your strengths are. And I don't know, you kind of have this like second, um, second thought, second opinion on what maybe you already thought Or it could be the complete opposite. Maybe you had no idea that you were um, considered extroverted or introverted, or if you were this personality or this characteristic, and you're kind of trusting this, like, technology, this, I don't know, uh, you're, you're trusting the internet to help you figure out whether or not this is your personality. Um, I fall victim to a lot of personality tests, especially when I was younger. I felt like, um, so I am Gen Z and growing up on the internet, I feel like I've been exposed to so many different types of like quizzes and tests, just like um, have users figure themselves out. So not going to lie, at one point, I, I feel like I trusted independent too much on like what the internet says about me. Um, kind of like astrology in a way, like, you know, those people who say, like, I'm a Pisces, so like, oh, you're such a Pisces, or you read whatever horoscope you have, and you're like, yeah, that's totally me. That's how I felt with these personality tests at one point, and then, I don't know, they got, they got creepily detailed, creepily, if that's a word, it got very detailed. I think I like that. I think it's pretty cool. It's now that I think about it, like, ah, okay. If it's, this is so detailed, how accurate can it be? Um, so I looked up how accurate are personality tests literally on Google. Um, (laughs) I found an article by scientific American. 
and they're they have a, a paragraph on the Myers-Briggs test. So I'm, I'm going to read that. One famous example of a popular but dubious commercial personality test. Okay, that's a red flag already. Dubious commercial personality test. And I've been taking, I've only ever taken the Myers-Briggs test for school. I've never done that one on my own. So, okay, dubious and commercial personality test is the Myers-Briggs type indicator. This questionnaire divides people into 16 different types. And often the assessment will suggest certain career or romantic pairings. It costs 15 to $40 for an individual. But psychologists say the questionnaire is one of the worst personality tests in existence for a wide range of reasons. It is unreliable because a person's type may change from day to day. It gives false information, parentheses, bogus stuff, one one researcher puts it. The um, questions are confusing and poorly worded. Vizier sums it up as shockingly bad. Personality questionnaires began evolving about a century ago. Um, They started at, okay, that goes into the history of personality tests. Okay, that is the most negative review I've ever heard because, like, actually, I've never even looked at Myers-Briggs. If if y'all have not taken it, it's on um, 16personalities.com. Um, the, or the myers yeah, 16personalities.com, but it is part of Myers-Briggs, which I think is, like, the bigger company that had, owns it or something. Um, but it is a very, like, once you go on, it's pretty aesthetically pleasing. It's very simple. It's very straightforward. There's no, like, fluff. I think some personally personality tests, there's so many words and just, like, I don't know. It's like, you don't even want to take it. But this one, it's very easily laid out. It's so easy. It's, you you rate yourself from an agree to disagree scale based on very simple worded statements. The first one right here, you regularly, you regularly make new friends. And then you have a scale of uh, seven circles and you rate yourself agree to disagree or neutral. Um, and that's basically the premise of the entire test. So there's not not much going there, um, yet we use this so much. And the, the results you get, you are categorized into, um, they give you like an acronym and like a, a type, of, like a title for what you are. So I am, let's see if I can find mine. Um, oh, I am a campaigner. I am an ENFP. I'm enthusiastic, creative, and sociable free spirit. You can always find a reason to smile. Okay, I, it's weird because I do find this accurate. I am definitely all the above. Um, uh, I'm, you know, I'm just gonna read another one and be like, do I fit that one? Okay. Uh... Okay, ESFP is a random one I chose. Spontaneous, energetic, and enthusiastic entertainers. Life is never boring around them. Okay, now reading that one, that's that's pretty generic too. Um, if I had to com- compare the two, I would choose the first one. But reading the two out loud, they're so similar. It's like they're the they're like synonyms of each other. Um. Yeah, I don't. 
I I don't use these personality tests to like um completely like I don't use it in real life. I don't know if that that makes sense. Like I I use it for class. I use it to you know, follow the curriculum to you know, understand myself more as a leader, but I've never like taken this so personally that like in life situations or in work or whatever, I'm like, I am an ENFP and I'm gonna, um, you know, work towards that in this situation. Like, no, I've never done that personally. Um, I think these tests are fun, but I've never like seriously brought them to my real life situations. I've only, yeah, I've only used it for for education purposes. I did have a friend though, uh, my freshman year of undergrad. She uh, she was obsessed with this test. She could, she would guess your um, like your personality um, without like needing to talk to you. I so prior to my first class in college, I had never heard of this test or taken it. And this was like before I had taken it for class. And she was like, "Let me guess what you are." And she guessed, I remember she said ENFP and like a mixture of something else because she couldn't figure out like the extrovert, introvert, like I'm kind of both of them. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, I don't know. She's she's like the tarot card type. I was like, you know what? I trust it. And I took the test and it was true. And I was like, okay, okay, this is, is this true? Do Does this know more about me than I do myself? Or is this like just putting words and just reassuring me that, oh yeah, this is me. Um, I like it. I don't think it means any harm, but person, I mean, Myers-Briggs, I'll go out to the standout test um, next, but the Myers-Briggs, I, I think it depends on the person to how they use it. Um, I mean, I think it's fine to continue using for conversational purposes for class, but I I do think that classes don't need to emphasize them as much to create a whole, like, I don't know, lesson around it. I don't know. Now that I'm like, also, I've gotten the same results since I was 18, which I was really surprised about. I was like, I'm definitely a different result. I'm definitely a different personality. I'm so different, like so different from four years ago. And I know that. I know that for myself. I don't need a machine to tell me that. But when I took it, I'm like, okay, I'm the exact same thing. I'm like, uh Now I'm like, now I'm kind of over these, I guess, for class. Maybe there's a different personality test. I still love personality tests because I'm not taking it like incredibly seriously. But Yep, that's where I stand for that. Okay, I'm going to take a quick pause and come back and do the standout test for y'all and um, tell y'all about that one because it was my first time ever hearing about it and I thought it was cool. It was definitely a little bit different. So BRB. Hi everyone, we're back. I got more coffee. It's cold coffee because the coffee machine turned off, but it's okay. I'm drinking coffee like it's water to be honest every day but it's yummy all right on to the standout assessment um it was the second assessment we took for my class another personality test 
It is a test created in 2011 by the Marcus Buckingham Company. And I really liked it. It was my first time hearing about it. And I, I thought it was really unique. Um, maybe it's not. I, to be honest, the personality tests I take are kind of like they're pretty basic, like they're ones everyone's heard about. Um, so I don't know, maybe this, this is normal, but it's very detailed. You take the test, um, very similar to Myers-Briggs. It's just a bunch of questions and putting yourself on a scale. And it tells you what your greatest strength is through these nine different standout roles. Um, so for example, the standout roles include an advisor, an equalizer, provider, connector, influencer, stimulator, creator, pioneer, and teacher. Um, so some of them are like career related roles and some of them are just more, I don't know, some of them are more broad like a provider versus like a teacher, um, which those two were actually my results. So you take the test and afterwards they give you two of your standout roles and it's uh, supposedly your greatest value to the team. And they send you this PDF and basically they go through or they rank you based on all these roles. So my top two are teacher and provider and my um, my bottom two are equalizer and influencer. And then they have a whole bunch in between as well. So the goal of the standout assessment is so that, it, or it measures how well you match nine roles and reveals your primary role and secondary role. These top two roles are the focal point of all your talents and skills. They represent your, instinct, your instinctive way of making a difference in the world. Uh, standout helps you accelerate your performance by showing you actions you can take to capitalize on your comparative advantage. Your top two roles may not be how you see yourself. Instead, they capture how you show up to others. They pinpoint your recurring reactions and your behaviors. They are your edge at work. The purpose of this report is to help you maximize this edge. Okay, I like that already more than Myers-Briggs. Um, now that I'm comparing the two. I thought this was pretty accurate too. I actually thought... Well, okay, when I think about my strengths in a team, I've never really thought about it in a role sense. Like, I've always thought about it, like, uh, in a more nitty-gritty sense. Like, I never saw myself in a, a big-picture type role. Um, sorry, that was kind of redundant. Um, I like how the purpose of this test is to show how you show up to others, not how you see yourself, which is pretty cool um, that they explain that, that they acknowledge that. Um, so for, for my top two, teacher and provider, says that I create a safe place for people to learn because they know you will not let them fail or fall. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, to continue on, 
It says, you measure success and people's realized potential. You see value in each person's contribution, the inherent worth of each person's efforts. And so when you're on, when you're on our team, it's a team on which everyone wants to perform. You create a safe place for people to learn because they know that you will not let them fall. You are drawn to give guidance to those who need it most. And while their performance matters to you, their improvement matters more. That's so sweet. Thank you, standout assessment. It sounds so maternal. Um, yeah, a teacher provider. I never really thought of myself as one, but I do enjoy uh, the process more than the end goal. I think I've always been that type of person now that I look back into sports that I've done, projects that I've done, like relationships I've built. Like, okay, the end goal may be to win, to... I don't know, um, produce something and make a lot of money, um, and so on. But I, I enjoy the process. I feel like if the process is not fun or it's not helping you grow as a person to get to that end goal, I don't know. It doesn't seem as worth it to me. Um, so I, I think I put more of my energy through helping others and myself, um, just grow, during the in-between of start to finish. And the standout assessment helped me reassure that or helped me discover that, rediscover that. I guess I kind of knew it, but I've never, I mean, I've never uh, reflected on it like that. Um, yeah, and then it goes on to tell you more in depth of like, what does a teacher role even mean? And provider and so on so actually and how they work together so yeah it goes into depth with your first two roles and how it works together and how you can combine those roles to um to strengthen your skills to be better in a team it's very informative oh it also gives you your ideal career yes i love that okay i remember now Sorry, it's been, a, it's been a minute since we've taken these tests in class. And it says, your ideal career, how to make an immediate impact, how to take your performance to the next level. So it gives you those based off your results. I really like the your ideal career part. It's the shorter one out of the two. Um, but I think where I am in life, like that's, I mean, that's where I'm headed. I'm headed towards a career. I don't know what I want to do for a career, like specifically. I, I have a broad understanding. I, I want to do, um, or I want to work in the realms of community outreach and engagement, or I want to work under that HR umbrella with diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, I don't know what industry I want to be in. So I still have a lot of questions. I'm, I mean, maybe I, I don't even end up doing either of those, but that's just where my interests are right now. Um, so for a test to, to include that is so helpful. It may not be helpful for everyone, but for me, as a still lost 22 years old, 22 year old trying to figure life out, I really appreciated that aspect. Um, yeah, it just, I don't know, broadens my horizons, I guess with what I can do, what I'm capable of. I feel like I sell myself short all the time and I'm kind of like in this tunnel vision mindset where 
the way I look at careers and I, the way I look at opportunities is so traditional, is so black and white. Um, and then I, I, I kind of get stuck in that cycle and then I don't really branch out to even discover my own potential. Um, yeah, so I, I appreciate this. I, it, I don't know, it's, it makes career searching it like romanticizes it kind of <laughs> makes it sound very lovely of what I can do and be happy with what I do and make a living out of what I do. Um, yeah, that's it for the standout test. So if I were to put the two against each other, I like the standout test. Although the Myers-Briggs is a great classic. Um, I think it's, I mean, go ahead and take it. I think it's fun. Um, the whole thing I said before, like, I don't really take it to heart like that and use it in, like, when, when I'm in a situation, I'm an ENFP. What would an ENFP do? Like, I'm not, I wouldn't do that, especially with the research we found out, it's calling it bogus. Um, yeah, take some personality tests. They are, they always kind of, they always make you feel better, I guess. Like, they don't make you feel bad, but they allow you to discover yourself in another sense that you don't do yourself on the daily. And I like that. So thank you to my professor for allowing us to take those tests. And we got to share with one another in class and just like talk about it. And it was good. I enjoy those conversations and learning about other people and what they think and like, do our opinions match up? Um, yeah, maybe I'll take the these tests again in a couple years, see if anything changes. But with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode. Um, this one's not as long as my other really long ones. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> my, for my long ones, not the short one. But thank you for listening. I appreciate um, you lending your ears with uh, for me. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Thank you. Um, see you next episode slash season slash whenever. Bye. Thank you.